For those of you who have seen the title of the episode and didn't just hit play, and you're thinking, haven't I heard that episode before? Well, yes, and no, and no, and yes. You see, I think this is a topic that we, as writers, and frankly, as any kind of creator, should revisit from time to time, especially in the dark times, when we feel like we're losing our way. And so here we are today, yet again, asking the question, why do I want to be a writer? Because one of the things that I've noticed over time is, while kind of the core idea has stayed the same, around the periphery, I've changed a lot over the years. So let's talk about it on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, And yeah, today we're going to be talking about why I want to be a writer. And I think you will find some hopeful echoes of yourself or at least, you know, make you think about why it is you want to be taking the creative course that you're taking. Because uh, let's get the first one out of the way. It's not for the money. <laughs> it really isn't. The, the writers who make a living off of it are few, and the writers who become obscenely wealthy and or famous from it are almost able to be counted on one hand, because that's not why we do this. And so we have to really dig down deep and find out why. Because writing is hard. There's exciting points. There's boring points. There's a lot of effort. There's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of rough things said about us and our work that we love so much. And we need to have the strength to get through it all. So when we begin every everything that we do, we need to ask ourselves why. So... Why do I want to be a writer? The, the easiest answer to that is because I've always been a creative person. I've always been a storyteller. I grew up predominantly in the country. Now, that was in the country in several different states, from um, Tennessee to Arkansas to Texas to Missouri. But I grew up miles away from other kids, and generally only got to hang out with other kids when I was at school or at church. And so I spent most of my time, me and my dogs and my cats, creating stories and living in my imagination. I'm sure that has a lot to do with why I like telling stories. I used to create games that were all about how to make better stories, how to entertain myself. I would, I, I feel like, because when I talk to a lot of people, I feel like I'm one of the few kids who actually used their toys like they do in the commercials, where I actually use them to kind of act out stories and play through scenarios and whatnot. Yeah. 
But that's not why I want to be a writer. It may be why I am a writer, but it's not why I want to be. The first time I was asked what I wanted to do with my life, and I actually really thought about it, was in fifth grade. My English teacher assigned us our first personal essay because we were learning how to write personal essays. And it was the one that you kind of expect, right? What do you want to be when you grow up? (laughs) And I had not ever really thought about it before. I mean, not that I hadn't really thought about it, but it wasn't something that I had spent any real time or put any real energy or effort into because, well, I grew up poor and just expected that I would grow up and get whatever job was available and that would be my lot in life. The idea that I, I, I could choose something seemed odd to me. It seemed strange. It seemed wondrous and magical. And it was just around this time that we had read The Hobbit in that particular English class. And I learned that J.R.R. Tolkien had written these books, had written that book and others. And that he had this idea for a story and that he put his energy into making this entire world and these languages and all this other stuff. I was fascinated by that because I had been reading from a very young age. My sister used to buy me books all the time because she knew I loved to read. And I've talked about that before, how I didn't really understand that people wrote stories. And honestly, to this day, I still have an issue with that. I I write stories all the time. I have written quite a few books. In fact, I have three just sitting there ready to be edited and put out into the world. But uh, I, I, I just can't do the deep meditations on death right now. After this is over, though, I think that there will be people wanting to read stuff like that, though. So at least I have them written. Whew. So, yeah, there's that. But I don't know where these ideas come from. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I understand the development process. Yeah, I understand all the work that I put into doing it. But I still have that kind of childlike wonder that I have stories come out of me. And more than anything else, I think that's why I want to write. Why I want to be a writer. It it makes me feel alive. And not only alive, but connected to the universe in such a deep and intrinsic way. I get to tell stories. I get to weave worlds. I get to think about all of this minutia that may or may not ever fit into a story. But it's fascinating to think about. Yeah, fascination is probably the main reason I want to be a writer more than anything else. Don't get me wrong, I like to entertain myself. I like hearing people say good things about the things that I write. I have an ego like everybody else. But I think it's just the process itself that enthralls me. The more I learn about it, the more I study it, the more I talk about it, the more interested in it I become. I want to write because it's fascinating. 
not just the stories I write and some egotistical kind of, I am so great that I just need to find out more of my greatness. No, not in that sort of a way at all. It's more that this can happen, that these miraculous figures come bouncing into my head and all of these wonderful worlds come about. When I do the first draft of a story, as you all know, I'm a pantser. The fact that I can get to the end and reread the story and very often there's a story there? I mean, yeah, I took the effort to lay down the beats and make sure that I was keeping myself on track, but there's a story there. There's a story and characters and how did that happen? There's a, a gleeful wonder that comes upon me every time I write something, whether I like it or not. And trust me, I've written stuff that I don't like when I reread when I've reread it. But yeah, and I think that that's important. And I'm not saying you have to write for the sheer joy of writing. You can have your own reasons, and you should have your own reasons. But even through all of the trials and tribulations and all the hard times in trying to get all this stuff done, yeah, the one thing that I keep going back to is I like the stories. I like telling them. I, I enjoy the process. It makes me feel like I'm doing my part. Like it's what I have intended to do from the beginning. I was born with this crazy imagination and by telling these stories, though they get to come alive and I'm using that imagination like I should be. And I'm not saying that like there's a divine hand on me or any crap like that because, you know, no, but you know, I, I really feel like it is a part of who I am, but that's not enough. See, I Writing, if you write, at least for me, from my point of view, if you write a story and no one ever reads it, it's like a tree that falls in the woods. Did it really happen? Is that story really there? And I'm not saying, like, if it doesn't get a mass audience or a large group around it. I'm just saying, I want my stories to be read. I want to share my stories. So, I... We need to think about one other thing. What do I want my readers to feel? See, I know why I am writing, but what do I want to, others to get out of it? Hmm. Now that's a head scratcher, isn't it? I tend not to have a fictional reader in mind when I write a book, and there are many authors who will tell you that that's a mistake. I can't do that. I, 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 I get... I have enough problems with Bob and Nevermore yelling at me about how bad I am at everything that I do without adding to that a fictional reader telling me, oh, I like that. Oh, I don't like that in the back of my head. Now, I do kind of bring some of those thoughts in during editing and revision, but I don't do it during the writing. Drafting is sacred. It's my time. But here I am, and I have to ask this other question. What do I want my readers to feel? What is it What is it that I'm actually trying to accomplish here? And I would like to be grand at this point. I mean, don't we all? 
Like, I want to change people's lives. I want to change the world with my fiction. I want people to see my stories and not fear death and not fear the darkness and learn to overcome their deepest, darkest fears. And at the end of the day, be better people because they read my fiction. That's not really it. <laughs> it isn't. You know, we're being honest here, right? It's just you and me. I, I think I write. I think when I'm writing, I, I want my readers to feel in, engaged. I want my readers to feel involved. I want my readers to feel like they're part of the story. That it matters to them. Because the one thing that I've noticed in life is that so often... Everything feels so random. It either feels random or controlled by forces that we have no say in. And the, bu the brilliant, beautiful, wonderful thing about fiction is it lets us escape from all that. It lets us find another world. Maybe not the world that we would ideally want to live in, but a world that has possibilities and experiences that for reasons we could never have ourselves. What is it like to be a different gender or to have a different sexuality? What is it like to live on Mars? Because I'll probably never have an opportunity to do that or to travel through the stars or to ride a unicorn through a magical forest. It's one of the reasons why I don't really read a lot of contemporary books because I, I just, I live in a contemporary world and I want, I want adventure. I want to go somewhere different. I want to go somewhere new. I want to go somewhere that I haven't been. And I think I, that's what I want for my readers as well. I want them to feel that escape. I want them to go somewhere and experience something so beyond their ordinary lives, so beyond the world that they've lived in, that they can't help but love it or hate it. But I want them to feel something. Because if there's anything I can say that's true about the real world, is it's numbing. It just comes at you. In an endless parade of good or bad or indifference. Often it's just the sheer indifference of it all. You know, we read into it that it's somebody out to get us or the world's just coming down or any of those things. But it's just the sheer indifference. To most people we interact with, we're numbers. We're accounts. We're customers. We're not people. And that horrid indifference is grating on the mind and on the soul and on our identity as people. It's, it's the one thing that if I could wave a magic wand and change anything about the world, it would be that we would learn to see each other as people, as human beings, and not as the faceless masses who can be exploited for fun and profit. And power. Because those are the things that 
ruin the world. So more than anything, I think I want my readers to feel involved, to feel part of it, to feel connected. Because that's something we lose. We are alienated from each other and from our work and from so many aspects of our daily lives. I want I want people to feel a part of something. Because I want to feel a part of something. Yeah. Huh. Never really thought about that until I just said it out loud like that. I just blew my own mind. Probably didn't yours. Because, well, you hear me talk. You all probably know more about me than I do. So what do... I want to feel. I want to feel alive. More than anything else in this world. And I really agree with Joseph Campbell on this. He said, people are seeking the feeling of being alive. We're not seeking meaning. See, everybody thinks we're looking for the meaning of life. When really, we're just looking for the feeling of being alive. It goes back to that alienation I was just talking about. We feel so disconnected from each other and from the world and from our work. Our lives are spent, mired in that alienation. And all we really want is to feel alive. We say it in different ways. Yes, I, I want to write a story that matters that makes other people feel alive to the point where they remember that I was alive. Because life is precious and short. And we do such terrible things to each other throughout it. There has to be something better. And if I can't find it in the world around me, then I'm going to invent a world where I can because I may not be able to cast a spell and throw lightning from my fingers. I may not be able to get in a mech and save the day. I may not be able to fly across the cosmos in a faster-than-light spaceship. But in my imagination, I can. And in so doing, feel alive. And it's not because... I I wish I were having grand adventures. When I was younger, I did have grand adventures. And they were wonderful. And yes, I miss them to a certain degree. But it's not so much missing the adventure that I want to recapture. No. I, I want to find new worlds. Strange new worlds to seek out new life and new civilizations. I... I want to find a better world. And that's it. I mean, that's the end. That, that's all that I can hope for. And that's enough for me. I'm wondering what your answers are. This is three simple questions. Why do you write? What do you want your readers to feel? And what do you want to feel? You know, a year or two ago, I probably wouldn't have answered these questions the same way. You know, a couple months ago, before the pandemic, I probably wouldn't have answered these questions this way. That's why we should ask them over 
and over again. Every time we feel just a little disconnected from the work that we're doing. Because if it doesn't make us feel alive, why are we doing it? I would love to hear your answers to these questions. Down in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. You can also set in, send in any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear on the show. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I am C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. If you've got a buck you can pass my way, down in the show notes, you'll find a link for both listener support and my Patreon. Listener support will be um, not collecting their um, fees until September. So more of your money makes it to me that way. It really does help out a lot. And thank you to everyone who does that. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly all right. But if you know anybody you think would like anything that I do, please share it with them. That helps out more than you could possibly know. Yeah. This episode was kind of a head scratcher for me. Like I thought I knew what I was going to say when I went into it. Like I had an outline, I had thoughts, I had talking points that I wanted to get to. And then I went a different way. I'm glad I did. I learned something about myself. I hope you learned something about yourself too. So until next time, stay well, stay safe, and don't forget to have the fun. Bye.